Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. He minus 37 seconds. The fight is going to equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I'm here in studio right here at Voice America at our Phoenix studios with Mr. Jeff Spinard, President and CEO of Voice America. Our guest today, uh, Frank Hellring, the CEO of the Humble Mart, and myself, Ryan Treasure, want to welcome you guys to Finding Your Frequency. Uh, you know, just to kind of set the tone. Good morning, Ryan. <laughs> Good morning. You know, as we... As we sit around at our houses working from home, you know, and, and you, you think about all the economic implications of things that are happening across the country right now, you know, I can't help but, you know, think about small businesses and what's going on with those small businesses. And, you know, a question that I had always had was, why is it okay for everyone to go to Walmart, but I can't go to a local produce place and support my local community? You know, and so I think that that's a great topic for us to discuss today as we, you know, um, have Frank, uh, who is the CEO and founder of the Humble Mart and established it's, executive. It's the Hub Mart. The Hub Mart. Ah, right. CEO of Hub Mart, established executive with 45 years of service encompassing Christian ministries, private corporate insurance, philanthropic enterprises, and private equity sectors. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Ryan. It's really a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So, Frank, you know, uh, to stay true to the show, you know, we always uh, like to talk about how people found their frequency. And, you know, it's really important for our audience to get an understanding of, you know, why people do what they do. So let's just kind of take a step back for a minute before we get into talking about small business. And let's talk a little bit about you. And uh, how did you find your frequency in life and, and in business? I do want to say one thing before we get going. Welcome back to the show. Frank has been a guest on the show and we'll catch up here. We'll get up to speed and Frank's going to tell, you know, we're going to talk about the small business owner and what's happening across the country. So take it away, Frank. Well, I'd have to say, you know, I came into small business arena straight out of college and whatnot, uh, bailed out of my sophomore year, didn't have any idea what I wanted to do and ended up with the Kirby vacuum cleaner company for five years. So basically, you know, uh, I'm, I'm known kind of a, as a Renaissance type of a guy, boots on the ground all the way to the ivory towers. Because as you read my bio there and whatnot, I have a heck of a lot of hats that I've worn on the top of this head <laughs> yes, and whatnot. So what we have is a, you know, basically a passion for small business. And right now, small business is in deep trouble, gentlemen. Mm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So your take on small business, um, wh why do you feel small business is in trouble? Let's, let's expand. Well, I have, to I have to take it only from, you know, truth, facts, and reality. Uh, from 2004 to 2006, when I was in the equities realm, I was actually a consultant to National Federation of Independent Businesses. NFIB is the business think tank of the Republican Party. And at that time, they had over 660,000 members strong. I used to go back to K Street, used to go to midterm elections, used to go to president elections. I basically was working with the vice president of benefits on boutique programs. If you remember prepaid legal, whatnot, I was oh, on that yeah. deal team, okay? Uh, didn't happen. The reason why is because at the, uh, you know, basically ninth hour, the JDs called up and said, well, we went back in the bylaws, looked back in 1945, found out that network marketing does not stand a chance <laughs> of doing business with NFIB, so that basically got uh, tabled. But also, I was on the deal team for the United States Hispanic Chamber of Commerce getting in relationship 
relationship with the NFIB, USHCC represents 4.7 million Latino businesses. The problem is NFIB wanted an umbrella and the USHC wanted a bridge. You don't have to you know, go any further than that. <laughs> it didn't happen, okay. Yeah. But in that period of time, I circle back to NFIB because during the Obama administration, as we all know, regulations increased like you cannot believe against the small business community. So the NFIB took a survey, went all the way back to 2008 at the onset of his presidency, pulled it forward to 2015, found out that we have lost. We're not talking at-home businesses as you just mentioned, Ryan. We're talking brick and mortar, small businesses. We have lost 14.2% in seven years, 14.2%. That's a trend. It's got to stop and it's got to reverse. And how I have no, no idea where we are with COVID-19. And that's the big problem. I mean, this pandemic hit and it's affected all, all around the world, the small businessman. Uh, I, I can say this, Voice America has been very fortunate. Uh, we took a hit in May, uh, could definitely feel you know, what was going on in the country. We had it uh, tough, but we rebounded June, July, came right back. And, you know, thank God, knock on wood, business is going well. Uh, and, you know, we've had help through the uh, SBA. Uh, we get the, the, the PPP loans and things that have helped uh, move us along. But, uh, yeah, definitely affecting all business. Yeah, you know, you talk about the, the 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 PPP or the Paycheck Protection Program, and you know, one of the things that really chaps my hide on that whole thing is, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. American Airlines is number 126 on the Fortune 500 list, right? Their revenues are 44 billion dollars, and some of that money that came out for Paycheck Protection Program went to large corporations like that and didn't go into the small business. And now here we are uh, in the month of July, and basically, if you took the PPP program, you're not allowed. To to get rid of any of your employees for a certain amount of time. Right. So these this this airline takes all this money, and then in October they plan on laying off thirty thousand jobs. Thirty thousand jobs. SBA Small Business Alliance Association. Yeah. So t tell me when you talk about things that are wrong with the system or things that are wrong with the Paycheck Protection Program and those things that were designed for small businesses, how in God's name did these large corporations that have billions of dollars of revenue even get any assistance? It makes no sense. Frank, it's called influence. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, is that I, and I, I looked at the EIDLs and I looked at the three PPP and uh, of course, is it okay to talk about the show? Jeff? Oh, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay, cool. Time. Okay, we cool. But uh, I definitely want to do a show on EIDL and 3PP okay. because I've already got a guy uh, and whatnot who is focused a very big time on getting capital in the hands of small business and whatnot. I want to bring him on as a guest on the show. But the bottom line here is small businesses do not need a crutch. And that's what EIDL is. That's what 3PPP is. And when the funds run out, where's the where's the next move? Okay? Right, right, right. So what you've got is a situation and whatnot. You didn't help small business. You hamstrung them. No, okay. Oh, we might as well say it now. You're know, talking about <laughs> Frank coming on board with a with a new show uh, next week, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, Frank will be launching his show, The Buzz Factor. Frank, we are excited to have you uh, on the network. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the show now that we're into it? Well, you know, I'm 68 years old, guys. You know, I should be enjoying retirement, Spring right? Chicken. You know, but I've got more fire underneath my belly right now for this uh, <laughs> show called Business Buzz, okay, and Business Watch uh, than I ever have in anything in my in You've my life. So many names at me. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you <laughs> why because I really believe. Uh, back to my 
uh, you know, explanation regarding the NFIB. When you lose 660,000 members down to 300,000, yeah. you just lost your advocacy on the Hill. Sure. You have no voice in politics. You have no voice at the government level. You have no voice at the state level. You have no voice really in the business community because you have lost your moxie. Yeah, okay? 55%. Right now, right now, as I look around the country and whatnot, I do not see an advocacy platform anywhere no. for small business. So no. Business Buzz was crafted to do that. And then the other thing is they've lost their voice. So Business Watch, you know, with the tagline we came up with that one, Jeff, which I thought was great, yep. your voice matters. Your voice matters. You know, I want to have that live portion of that show on Business Watch where small businesses are able to call in and be heard. Yeah, yep. it's, I think it's important for small businesses to be heard. Um, you know, and when when I made comment about, you know, being able to go to Fry's or, or Kroger to go get uh, produce before all of this pandemic drama was happening, uh, there was a little farmer's market that uh, local mm -hmm. places would bring in their produce and vegetables and whatnot, where my wife and I would visit on a weekly basis and we would go support our local community. That thing's been closed since March. Really? That's terrible. You know, uh, it, 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 why? Well, I can tell you why. You have a gentleman out there by the name of Beznos. Everybody know who that guy is? Well, you know that the guy who's the CEO, you know, the, the, the former bookseller of, of now, Amazon. That, you know that basically <laughs> is becoming. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Beznos. You are a predator. Okay, Spamazon. Uh, basically, basically, in so many words and whatnot, small business is suffering mightily because of what you do. Okay, and right now, profits are being siphoned, customer base is being siphoned, and small businesses need to wake up to the fact that they've got to find a way to unify, because if they can unify, they can become a force. You become a force, you become opposition. You become opposition, and Mr. Bezos is going to get a headache trying to become a trillionaire. Yeah, 100%. For those people who don't know who Mr. Bezos is, why don't you give us a little more detail on Mr. Bezos? Mr. Bezos is the original bookseller. He now calls Amazon, okay? And every single time you turn around, he's either buying something, mm -hmm. manipulating something, or now trying to become the next trillionaire. Monopolize. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, he, I think just last week he made $10 billion. Hello. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, in a week. Yep. And even in California, we just had one of his facilities burned down, right, in one of these uh, riots that we have here. But the bottom line here, gentlemen, is that small business, and we don't say it enough, they're the backbone. They're the yes. infrastructure of America. 85 out of 100 jobs in this country come from the small business mm -hmm. sector. So all these BLM folks and all these Antifada folks, every time they crash a window in a small business, they're cutting their own throat because they're eliminating a source of jobs. Not only are they eliminating a source of jobs, they're eliminating the ability to, for the government to generate tax revenue that goes towards programs that help underserved communities. And so when, when, you, when you say every time you smash a window, it do, it's a twofold because if that business can't operate, it can't provide jobs, number one, and it also can't pay taxes to those programs, local and federally, that are helping out the same communities that are breaking the windows. You bet. Let's talk about that a little bit because the first show that I'm going to be doing is I've entitled the American Restaurant Crisis. And we're, I'm going to be having a guest on that's like a guru. He's an icon and uh, restaurant manager for 25 years in San Diego. And this guy literally, I mean, is just upside down with over 500 restaurant owners in San Diego going, what do we do? Mm. You know, if you've ever been to the gas lamp district in San Diego, you could shoot a howitzer down that uh, street <laughs> and whatnot, not hit anybody because that is tourism. That is conventions. That is, uh, you know, it, San Diego is like no other marketplace on the face of the earth. It's about four different retirement, you know, service, uh, you know, tra travel and, and these conventions. And all of that is shut down right now. Well, that's affecting the restaurant community like you cannot Absolutely. believe. And when you look at the restaurant community, let's talk about it, okay? 
when I was a kid, my father used to take me to the flagship restaurant. I was born and raised in, in, in Washington, D.C. My dad served for USDA for 33 years. We used to go to the flagship restaurant. All the congressmen, all the senators, even presidents, you know, were known to go there. At five years old and whatnot, you could get a, you know, two-pound main lobster dinner for about five bucks, Ooh. right? But my dad would get all ticked off at me because I ate the hush puppies before the lobster got there, okay? <laughs> but what does that do to you? And I could still remember. I can remember the tank where the lobsters were. I can remember the carpet. I can remember the ambiance. I can remember the guys running around. What is that? That's a mental imprint, okay, that's been placed on my psyche. Now, do me a favor. Reeliminate the restaurant community and tell me you can have a bar mitzvah or a wedding at a Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No, I mean that's a, that, that's a really big point. I mean, Jeff was there when my wife and I got married, and we 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 made sure that our our, our reception for the wedding was at a location that was a small business. It was we a Taco Bell? Yeah, we were we were helping out uh, some friends of ours who owned a, a bar and a restaurant, and so we rented the whole place out rather than you know going and getting some other concert hall or something. But you know that was a way for us to help small business and put some money into their pockets and make sure that they were available. And when you talk about that imprint, I remember so many times. My father used to take me to this restaurant on 27th Avenue uh, in Glendale called The New Yorker, uh, or Northern, excuse me, called The New Yorker. We would go there one or two times a week, and I remember that like the back of my hand. That place doesn't exist anymore. Do you want to know what sits in its place? A McDonald's. There you go. Exactly. McDonald's. Because if you take a look at the restaurant community, we have generational families. And and a shout out to Joe Moscatello out there in Southern California who just lost four, count them, four icon restaurants in South Orange County, whatnot, gone. 30 years, generational family, gone. He's in the process right now of rebuilding another restaurant and whatnot in, in Ladera Ranch. And uh, Joe, uh, I hope uh, I can get this uh, copy to you and whatnot because my heart goes out to you and every other generational family out there that is absolutely being hammered uh, through this situation uh, called COVID-19. But the solution to all this, gentlemen, is small businesses have to get in relationship, have to get in relationship. You're going to hear me talk about that a lot on this show. Yeah, I think small businesses need to come together to create a community where, you know, they can have their brick and mortar locations, but also to be able to compete with the Amazons of the world. You know, why not have a collective for e-commerce? Let's talk about those for a second. Right? When was the last time you went into a Walmart? Hmm, it's been a while. Uh, you need to uh, get a crowbar to get the space because Walmart's the only one that's open. All the small businesses around it are closed. Now, you tell me that's not favoritism under COVID-19? It absolutely is. Okay. So what we have is a situation and whatnot where small businesses are that corner store you're talking about, Mm -hmm. are that relationship. Did you know that Walmart is number one on the Fortune 500 list? Number one. $444 billion. Wow. Number one. That's huge. And I can tell you right now, Sam Walden was alive today, who used to drive around in a 55 Chevy pickup, over, overseeing his Benjamin Franklin empire. If he knew what his stores had done to this country today, he would fire his kids in five seconds and whatnot. Because mm. he did not design this to basically upend America. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and I mean— So it, what is—just uh, real quick, uh, Joe Moscatello— uh, you know, good for him. What is he opening up another restaurant for? He owned basically four restaurants called Pepino's. Okay, mm-hmm. Pepino's. And uh, I ate there many times and whatnot. Did business with Joe and in, in, in a couple of ventures in the past and whatnot. But right now he's opening up another Pepino's restaurant at Ladera mm-hmm. Ranch and whatnot. And I wish him all the, all the success in the world. What happened to the other four? I mean, I know we had the crisis, but they're shut down and he's 
building a new one. Jeff, I mean, restaurants are dependent on cash flow. Absolutely. You cut the cash flow off, you cut the heartbeat of that business out. And, it, you know, every time you turn around, Governor Newsom, Nosy Newsom, that's your name with me, Nosey Governor, Newsom. okay? <laughs> the bottom line is every time you slam those restaurants to the pavement, mm. You are cutting out jobs, and you are cutting out futures, Absolutely. and you are eliminating enterprises that have been there for years. So I'm assuming this new location is going to be better off for Joe. Well, it's going to be smaller than he's ever had and whatnot, but at least the Pepino's name will be still up right. and flying. Okay. okay. I, 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 let's look at restaurants from let's look at it from the American flag. Okay. Restaurant community is part of the fabric of America. No doubt. If you rip the restaurant community, you're you're, you're ripping the flag. Okay, and if you're ripping the flag, you're ripping the community in this country. If we lose community, what have we lost? Everything. Yeah, we've lost our humanity. I mean, the the one one of the most important parts of humanity is relationships and community. And if you don't have relationships and community, then what are we doing? Exactly. There's three R's that I I intend to uh, really uh, begin to promote and whatnot on my show and whatnot in answer to the three P's, okay? The first thing that the small businesses have to do, they have to find a way to recover. They have to find a way to recover. They've got to get back basically to sustenance. The second thing they've got to do, they've got to find a way to rejuvenate. They're going to have to change the game. They're going to have to elevate their brand and expand their reach. And we're going to be really beginning to put that type of a message out across the show. Uh, because I really, really believe in Voice America. I believe in the IP radio platform. I believe in IPTV. Mm -hmm. They've got to find another way to get their message out and their branding. They, sure. And the beauty of Voice America, and this is the reason why I decided to put the show here, is because literally you're branding a brand. Voice America has been around for 21 years. You're number one in the space. To put your logo alongside of another small business, that's like an endorsed referral. Sure it is. Okay? <laughs> and it puts a nice, real powerful element out there that people are going to pay attention to. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then the last one, which is the most important, they got to return to profitability. Crutch loans that benefit banks is not the answer to small business. They've got to find a way to cut operational costs, which is the reason why I decided to bring Moda Business Systems on as my main sponsor. You'll be hearing from that in the second half of the show. But the bottom line here is that they've got to cut operational costs. When you have a situation where they're backed up against the wall right now and into a corner, they have to find a way to cut expenses. And Moda's going to do a lot along those lines and whatnot. And that's the reason why I chose them as a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Frank, you're offering solutions, which is, you know, what the small business community needs. So uh, going to be a great thought leader in this space, my friend. Well, I appreciate that, Jeff. You know, and, and the other thing is, I mean, obviously, you know, people don't know me from Adam until you get me on mm -hmm. the air and exactly. whatnot. But the bottom line here is, and I'll say it, I own a small business. I have a small business, Yorba Linda. I have had it since 2013. I know what it is to turn a key in the door. I know what it is to make a payroll. I know what it is to live through COVID-19, and we have survived COVID-19. So I cannot have somebody come along to me and say, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. And I mean, I, I love the idea of partnering with this with you and the radio show and Voice America. And, you know, I, I've probably said this way too many times on the radio show, but 90% of the reason why I love what I do and love working at Voice America is because it's a media company that's not being strangled or silenced by sponsorship <laughs> dollars. There's nobody telling anybody on the network what they can say, what they right. can't say. There, there's, you know, in, in those particular spaces. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just great to be able to have a platform to be able to do that for Sing all it, of our brother. radio show hosts. Sing it. You know. And you did tell me, Jeff. I don't have any worries with the FCC, right? You do not, my you friend. You also told me you have my back, right? <laughs> of course I do. That's enough. Voice America is behind you 100%. <laughs>
You know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break right now. And when we come back, we'll talk to Frank a little bit more about what's going on in the state of small business right here on Voice America. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely love keeping my face nicely shaved, nice and clean for my wife and just that nice, clean, professional look. I suggest you guys also do the same thing and you can do it fantastically with a great company called Harry's. Harry's is such an amazing product, not to mention how much could you save in one year by switching to Harry's? It's enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City or enough for three deep dish Chicago pizzas. Enough to pay for six months of your Netflix subscription. How, you ask? Harry's delivers high-quality razor blades as low as $2 each. That's it, just $2. A fraction of the price of the leading brand and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. I just love the product. It's 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 a close shave. The design of the handle is ergonomic. It fits my hand perfectly. The shave gel really makes it nice and smooth, and it smells fantastic. You can get a Harry's trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash frequency. You got to try it out. Durable blades, fair price, $2 per blade. They cut out the middleman manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been making precision blades for a century. That's why you get that nice, close shave and that wonderful handle. Harry actually has all your grooming needs covered in one stop. You can get blades, hair care, shower products, all on harrys.com. And just like their blades, Harry's is committed to providing premium products without breaking the brink. You can feel a little better about your purchase knowing that 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoting to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans. I know I can get behind that. To help support those who need it most, right now, Harry's is donating a million dollars worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the United States. Listeners of Finding Your Frequency can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash frequency. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, and a trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and safe to grab on the go. Don't forget, go to harrys.com slash frequency and start saving money today. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. Uh, we are here with Mr. Frank Hellring, uh, small business uh, uh, guru. Uh, we're going to learn a lot uh, coming up here. He, Frank starts his show next week. Um, really looking forward to it. Uh, support Frank on 100%. And uh, we're ready to get you on the air, my friend. August 5th. Uh, I'm excited. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, I can't. I can't thank Eastern. you much for putting me at what I consider to be prime time, 10 a.m. on yeah. the West Coast. Oh, yeah. and, you know, they're going to hear me at 1 p.m. 
uh, on the East Coast and whatnot. And uh, the Wednesday slot, I think, is really good, too, because businesses don't want to be bothered on Monday morning. Oh, okay. Me, me <laughs> on, 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 on Friday, they're exiting for the weekend, okay? Yep. So to catch them in the middle, when maybe there's not as many problems and whatnot. I'm kind of excited. No, that's funny that you I said Monday, Wednesday morning for a reason. <laughs> yeah, and Monday morning, you're absolutely right. I can tell you, like, Monday is probably the, uh, one of the most stressful days of the week. You're coming off of the weekend, and then it's like, you know, we have all of our meetings on Mondays, oh, yeah. too, to set the tone 9 a.m., dragging ass. People are like, can, can we connect on Monday? I'm like, no, I got too many meetings. Exactly. <laughs> we had to do Tuesday. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Wednesday's that mid-week. Uh, uh, everybody's full throttle and... Yeah, ten o'clock on a Wednesday is a perfect time for the show. Well, and I think too, when you when you're when you're working hard and you're an entrepreneur or you're a small business owner, you get to Wednesday and you're kind of like, "Whew, I'm a little tired already this week. I've already put in a couple twelve hour days this week." And right. you know, being able to hear a show that props a small business mm -hmm. up will get them over the hump day yep. and onto the weekend. Right? Yep. Yep. It's all yep. about education. Yep. It's all about the education. Absolutely. And what I want to do, I mean, the first half of the show, I want to bring on expertise and I want to bring on resources. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the second half of the show, I want to give them the opportunity. To be heard, okay, and mix it up with the guests that I have in the first half and whatnot, so we can get some real nice synergy going there. And uh, you know, I, this reminds me. You know, I used to be with another network, as you well know, Jeff, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I did these celebrity gifting suites and whatnot. And I took a video crew around and whatnot, had the mic. And these guys were paying five thousand dollars for this booth, right, to have some celebrity come out and do photo ops, yep. right? So and I got to them and I said, listen, let me ask you a question. If I could show you a way to elevate your brand and expand your reach. Do I have your attention? These guys were literally <laughs> jumping over tables coming at me, okay? So you're going to hear me say those two words a lot. And along those lines, Jeff, let me ask you a question. What is the value of IP radio? What is the value of IP TV right now to the small business community? Vision, voice, and identity. You're creating something, you're a platform that gives you the power to educate, to influence, and to basically keep your brand front and center Uh weekly, daily, as much as you want to. I firmly believe that media is very powerful when it comes to business. Those two merge, go ahead, Ryan. Especially if you could control the messaging and the brand in the media without somebody telling you what you can and can't yeah, do. Yeah, we don't want to control, right? We want to give the businessman that floor so they can bring their experience, their knowledge, their education. Yeah. Not to mention one thing that's that's fantastic. It's called ease of access, mm -hmm. right? Those digital products can be consumed at any time, anywhere, on any device. It doesn't matter. You got yeah. your phone, you got your tablet, you got your, your laptop, whatever it is. You know, it's it's you're literally one click away from accessing educational content that can change people's lives. Sure. You know, it's really interesting what just happened here, guys. We got a role reversal. Now all of a sudden I'm interviewing you, okay? Which is kind of cool. I can kind of test the interview skills. But let me ask you a question because I've had a little bit of pushback on whatnot. People say, "Well, you're not on the radio. I can't turn you on in the car." Okay. You can. How do you answer that? Um, Ninety percent of cars manufactured after 2014 have uh, Apple CarPlay or Android Auto installed in those devices, and the Voice America mobile application is Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. Sure. You just not to mention that more people now listen to internet radio than even the uh, radio in your car. Yeah. It's the, it's a choice now, and people choose the internet. You know, another thing you're going to like, and whatnot. My, my anchor sponsor, Moto Business Solutions, is owned by another parent corporation called Synergy World. And you'll hear you're hearing a lot more about those guys. Actually, we we have Donna on the line right Do now. Do we? Let's, awesome. bring, let's, bring, let's bring Donna on. Donna, welcome to Finding Your Frequency. Hi, thank you so there much. There you are. It's great to be here. <laughs> 
Well, we appreciate you jumping in. We got uh, Mr. Jeff Spinard over here. Good to hear your voice again, Donna. Thank you. Same here. Donna, how you doing? Good to good to hear your voice. Doing great, Frank. Good. Great to hear you too. Good, good. Are you with Joel and Larry or? Um, well, actually, uh, they are on uh, on a Zoom call right now, uh, so they're not uh, on this call. They're not listening in at the moment. Well, well no problem. Listen, uh, basically, uh, Donna, you and I have talked about this a lot and whatnot. And the fact that small businesses really need to find a way to you know deal with the hard dollar costs versus soft dollar costs of running an operation right their operational costs and whatnot when they're getting hammered is what they're getting hammered in COVID-19 they've got to find a way to cut those expenses now Moda Business Solutions and whatnot which is you are my anchor sponsor you are the new CEO of Moda Business Solutions congratulations by the way uh whatnot could you just kind of touch on it a little bit Donna and whatnot what Moda's all about and how they're going to cut costs to small businesses Absolutely. Um, so moda is, a, is an international word that is your, used for fashion or style. So with Moda Business Solutions, uh, we're going to be bringing the, the most currently trending business solutions to, to any business owner. Um, moda Business Solutions is going to be a one-stop shop for business owners. Um, any business that is just getting started or even an existing business will find many great time-saving and money saving solutions. Um, my partners and I have over 50 years of collective experience servicing businesses. Um, so we saw that there's a need for simplicity and bringing everything a business uh, owner may need in one place. Um, so with that said, you know, I mean, business owners are, are busy, you know, running their businesses day in and day out. So we're here to help them streamline that and uh, and so they can focus on their businesses and, and we take care of everything else. Right. And Business Watch and Business uh, Buzz is going to be basically your messenger, your trumpet, right, for Mode Business Solutions. Absolutely. At last count, how many vendors do you have lined up now? Boy, um, I think we're just about like 20 vendors um, and 20 business solutions that, that we're going to be offering. Um, some examples are like credit card uh, fees. We're going to be able to eliminate 95% of credit card fees. You know, you know mm -hmm. that that's, uh, you know, one of the greatest pain points in any <laughs> business, paying those high credit card fees. Oh, yes. And with our Take Charge um, cash discount program, um, they're going to be able to pass those credit card fees to the consumer. Um, another uh, aspect is going to be the trade network. Um, that's going to put more cash into their pocket. Cash is king. So they're going to be able to trade for services that they need for their businesses. You know, what's great about um, what we're doing here, Donna, we're creating this massive funnel and whatnot with me on the air and whatnot, hitting the market sectors that you have within these vendors of Moda Business Solutions. And I'm going to be doing that. I'll be spotlighting your vendors, you know, on the front half of the show, absolutely. the back half of the show. And the wonderful thing about mm -hmm. it is all these people are going to be listening out there and whatnot are all going to get funneled back to Moda. Absolutely. I love it. The benefits of being the primary sponsor. Absolutely. You bet. Donna, thanks so much for your time. Really, thank you for calling in. I know you're busy with Larry and Joel. I'll see you when I get back to California, okay? Great hearing yeah, your voice again, Donna. Donna. Take care. Thank you for having me on. You're Bye. welcome. Of course.
you know, she, she really struck something that I thought was really important. When you talk about credit card and debit card processing fees, right, those things are astronomical. Of course, I mean, yeah. I know, Jeff, you and I, you know, we, we see, you know, the business here and Thousands, how that operates. Yep. And, it, and you look at that dollar at the end of the year and you're going, that's a that's a marketing budget. Uh-huh. You know, that's a, you know, a campaign. It's a, you know, whatever you want to put those dollars into to expand, you know, the, the, the breadth of the brand. Absolutely. The, yeah. Anybody that knows what that realm is calls it the alligator pit. Because that, <laughs> that's exactly what it is, okay? Yep. You don't know from one minute to the next what you're paying on that bill. You yep. really don't, okay? And then the other side of the coin is you're penalized for becoming successful. Yep. True. Very true. Ouch. You know, mm-hmm. that's not no fun. Doubt. You know, Ryan, you and I were mixing it up before we got on the show and whatnot of the value of small business from a relationship standpoint yeah. of view. And the fact that, you know, is it price motivated like an Amazon or an eBay or an Alibaba or any of these other predators in e-commerce or whatnot that are, you know, siphoning our profits and customers out of small businesses that every day that go by? But what is the value? of a relationship with a storefront business, brick and mortar in the community? A relationship. I mean, I'll tell you a story, right? (laughs) Uh, I was at my mom's house over the weekend and I'm sitting in one of her chairs out on the patio and one of the casters of the chair broke, right? No, it's not because I weigh up too much. It was an old chair, right? You've been hitting that bill. Keep keep the jokes down. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so the caster broke, right? And I immediately, I went on Amazon. Right, just to look at prices and see, because that's all there is. It's product and prices. Right. Right. So when I go and I'm like, oh yeah, Amazon sells the casters, but I don't know what size the dowel is. I don't know what the material it's made out of. Um, you know, sometimes just like trying on a pair of shoes, like I don't buy shoes from Amazon because I can't try them on first. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but when I go to a local business who sells casters, I can walk in there with the old caster and I can have a conversation with a human being right there. And in five minutes, he can say, hey, you know what? I have those. I have one in plastic. I have one in metal. Here's the right size of the dowel. And in that one visit, I can get what I want. Right. Whereas if I tried to order that on Amazon, and this has happened to me before, I've ordered something on Amazon and I've gotten it and it didn't fit or it wasn't the right size. And then I got to send it back. I got to wait two days to get my money back. And then I got to go repurchase it again. And I've, I've had that happen to me uh, in the manner where we've had like three different transactions go through before we actually got the product right. <laughs> and had I just been able to drive down to the right. store, a uh, brick and mortar location, have a conversation with an individual on what exactly I was looking for so they could point me in the right direction, it would have been one and done. Right. So not only do you get the 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 relationship component of having somebody to talk to, somebody who's been in the business of whatever you're talking to them about, who has experience Mm -hmm. in that, who can point you in the right direction. uh, You have that relationship. And then you also have the fact that you can get the product right the first time. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You know, and, you know, another side of this coin is, is whatnot. And we've talked about this, Jeff. And the fact that businesses have got to unite, they've got to get in a relationship with each other, okay? Mm-hmm. And just let's just grab onto a quick scenario. I've got a dry cleaner two doors from me where I have my business. Been there for 30 years. Do you know what he's down right now? 80%. 80%. <laughs> that is huge. 80%, okay? And every dry cleaner I've talked, I'm thinking about doing a show on dry cleaning, okay? <laughs> because all of them that I've talked to are down 80%. And the reason being is because now the companies are telling them, you don't have to show up in a suit tie anymore. Just show up in jeans and a, and a polo, right. okay? Well, all that if revenue- you show If you have to show up. If you're working from home, but well, there's no need to have, you know, yep. a, a pressed shirt and 90% and of my staff works from home now. Exactly. But I got in a conversation with him and I said, let me ask you a question. How many people do you have in your customer base? And he says, oh my goodness, thousands. I said, do you know the guy across the street that owns a veterinarian? He goes, yeah. I said, let me ask you a question. If you refer one of your customers to him, what value would that be to you? He said, I don't know. He said, keep going. I said, let's say you do. They go across the street, right? They got a cologer cat and they're getting, you know, uh, you know sure. taken care of Trapped by that veterinarian and whatnot. And all of a sudden a conversation ensues, right? 
where do you live? Oh, I live in Yorba Linda. How long do you live there? About 18 years. Really? Okay, you got any kids? Yeah, I got kids, right? Do they play sports? Yeah, they play sports. Where do they play? Oh, they play in the Sabres. And the guy stops in the middle of taking care of your cat or dog and goes, did you say the Sabres? He goes, yeah, my son's on the wings. We played you last week. By the way, we beat you, okay? <laughs> but what happened in that moment? It went from not veterinarian no, taking care of the cat. You created a relationship, okay? Yeah. You can't get that on a Walmart. You can't get that on an Amazon, okay? Because nobody's got time to talk to you. You right? know, that, that's mm -hmm. funny that you bring that up. And it's one of the reasons why my wife and I love living in the town that we live in, in Levine, in, in Phoenix, because um, it is a community like that. And I'll give you a perfect example. When, when, I, when I coach on the soccer team, right, and all the, the boys and girls come to soccer practices, and the next thing I know, I'm like, Wait a minute, that's the guy who owns the karate school. Oh, wait a minute, that's the lady who owns the taco truck, right, that are all right in our neighborhood. Oh, and when you talk about the veterinarian, the veterinarian's kid was on my team, right? And so you have all of these small businesses all in one place, and it, it is. It, it, it feels good to be able to have conversations with like-minded people who live in the same area as you, knowing that we can all support each other. I even had the guy who runs the farmer's market who has what's called the farm uh, down in Levine who does all these different organic stuff I had him come here to the studio to interview him about his story about why he does what he does because you know it was like how can I give back to him he's helped me out a lot with you know uh, making sure that I got the most fantastic organic corn on the planet to eat and you know peaches and all that kind of stuff and so the only thing that I could do was what I do here at Voice America with Jeff and do the show is invite him here to do a show to spotlight that and that was a way for us to tie our community together to tie our businesses together and you know, a lot of that stuff is lost when you talk about having the Walmarts of the world. You bet. And the other Interaction, side, conversation, yeah. knowledge. Yeah. The other thing, too, you know, is that technology is a huge, huge asset for small business, and it's being underplayed. Right. Okay? Not just IP radio, not just IPTV, but let's talk about digital app. Okay? Let's talk about sure. that. Let's talk about uh, the fact that, you know, uh, merchants and whatnot can get on a digitalized uh, platform and whatnot mm -hmm. where they can list their business and whatnot. All this type of and thing. Frank, this is all what's coming out now. This is what we've been experiencing over the last three to six months. Exactly. Or maybe more. But all what you're talking about, that's all in play right now. Yeah. And let me ask you a question. Do you think that a word called convergence might be in play as far as helping small businesses? Because we can talk about B2B all day, right? We can talk about Latip Internationals and RBNs and BNIs and everything else like that. The guy goes down and gets an overinflated cost of breakfast, right? To basically <laughs> bounce off a bunch of guys and whatnot and create cannibalism. Because by the time you did the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker and give them all your business and whatnot, you never penetrated that customer base. That's the value. That's the hidden asset. That's the hidden treasure. That's where businesses have got to, got to get. Mm. They've got to get to penetrate those customer bases and converge them. Right. If you converge them, now it's almost the same thing as like when you buy an automobile. Why in the world do you go to a place that's got 40 automobile dealerships and you're going to buy a Honda? Because your wife might look across the street and see a Ford Taurus and go, we ain't buying a Honda. We're buying that. Mm -hmm. They're willing to take the risk because you have a common denominator of buying a car, right? Mm-hmm. How come they all succeed? How come they all don't go out of business? Or maybe one or two? They're all thriving. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're all working together. Bingo. AutoNation's a perfect example that. of that. Right here locally, AutoNation. AutoNation sells Fords, Hondas, Chevrolets, Dodges, whatever you want. They have every product line of vehicle available through AutoNation. Right, and all of the dealerships all across the entire county of Maricopa all work together. Work together, right? Guys, I was in the insurance business for almost forty years. There's forty-four hundred life insurance companies in the United States, right? How come all, none of them go out of business? 
because you got a common denominator. People need insurance, mm -hmm. okay? It, if Mother Prue or Metropolitan or New York Life was to catch me out, everybody else would be out of business. But that's not the case, okay? Mm -hmm. It's about relationship. People don't buy product. They buy the person, okay? And 100%. we got to get back to that. Yep. Very true. Yeah, no, that's 100%. I mean, a lot of a lot of purchases that people make are made with emotion, and that emotion is the connection that they have with the individual they're purchasing it from. Purchasing it from. Exactly. Can we go back to technology with IP radio for IPTV? Okay, I'm holding a cell phone in my hand. Believe it or not, getting videoed with this, right? Last time I checked, there's 9.9 .9 million, excuse me, 9.9 .9 yeah, billion of these right. on the planet right now. That number. But the population's 7.7. .7. Is that overkill? A little bit. Nah, someone's probably got a personal phone and a business phone. Of course they so do. There you go. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Where does the customer live right now? On their mobile device. If the business doesn't get here, he's missing the boat. Am I right? Yeah. IP, IP radio can take them there. IPTV can take of them course. there. Of a myriad of other things and whatnot. Or what Donna just talked about, or the fact of putting those resources on that phone and on that platform or whatnot, yep. exposing them to their customer base. I'm telling you, we've got to get businesses up to par. That is another platform right there. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, and it's it's not just a platform. It's a multi-tiered platform. It can deliver audio. It can deliver video. Sure. It can deliver a multimedia experience. And then when you start entering the realm of of marketing and, and transactional things, it's very easy to set up you know SMS or text-based sure. campaigns to keep people involved. Uh, you know, that's one of the things I love about the cell phone is if you can't reach somebody properly, you just send them a text message, right? It's it's a direct entry. They might not get back to you today, but they will tomorrow. Right. You bet. You know, let's talk about fallout a little bit, gentlemen. You know, uh, uh, Business Insider just recently did an expose on a, a farm, a bouillon farm up in Montana that was pouring millions of pounds of potatoes into the ground. And the reason being is because when the restaurant crisis happened, which I'm going to be focusing on on my first show, guess what? No french fries, no baked potatoes, nothing's ending oh. up on the plate, right? Let's it's talk terrible. about cabbage. Let's talk about, uh, you know, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, and things. All these growers and whatnot are getting hammered right now because they have no place to sell their produce, okay? Yeah, the same thing was happening with milk. They're, you know, the, the dairy farm that's happened here in Arizona, too, in Phoenix uh, or in Levine, there's quite a few dairy farms. And one of the stories that the local news had covered was, you know, there was such a lower demand for milk that these guys are having to dump the milk out because it's going bad. Exactly. So now we have a domino effect that's happening in one industry, yep. just one mm -hmm. industry, okay? What about the other industries out here? What about all these other market sectors right now that have that type of application happening to them right now? It's scary what's going on. It's really scary, especially like the metric that you mentioned earlier with the 85 out of 100 jobs being from small business. If these local farmers, these local dairies, these local veterinarians, these local whatever the whatever the business is are not able to facilitate uh, employees, then you have a large strain on, uh, you know, uh, uh, social efforts like, uh, you know, the, the paycheck, not the paycheck protection, but, you know, when people are getting, uh, you know, their $600 a, a week from the government or, you know, their food stamps or those types of subsidies for people who are lower income uh, that can't maybe afford some of the things. The school lunch program, right, which is for underserved and underprivileged mm -hmm. children. You lose, you lose, you lose those too. things. They're gone. And, yep. then, and, then, and then you get to a population who's pissed off, sad, angry. You have increased suicides, increased, uh, you know, uh, domestic violence cases up 40% during the COVID-19. And, you know, all of those things are a domino effect starting at the it, very right. bottom of those exactly. small businesses. And if you bring it down to brass tacks, I mean, small business is really simple, okay? You used to be an employer, right? You got tired, you got disenchanted with where you were working, got a vision, got a dream, whatnot. 
to put some capital together, launch something, right? Okay. But there's two things in business that you absolutely have to be able to do. You have to be able to forecast revenue. You have to be able to forecast expenses. Yep. And if you can't do that, you have to find a reliable source of information outside the box that's going to help you do that. Okay. Now put COVID-19 on top. Is that motor solutions? Yeah. Let's put, let's put, <laughs> could be, let's put COVID-19 on top of all that. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. So what you've got is a situation here where businesses do not need to have echoes from other business organizations that supposedly represent their interests, echoes of the governor's office, echoes of Capitol Hill, basically telling them basically what they can't do. They need truth, facts, and reality. And that's my intention to bring on this show. So when I get a guest, I want him to do two things. One, show that business how to cut operational costs, show that business how to increase profitability. You know, and on the other side of this commercial break, we're gonna talk about that, you know, the recovery, the rejuvenate, uh, the return to profit, and some of those things that are important, and what are some steps that uh, small businesses can take to kind of get there? Um, I'd like to kind of discuss some solutions for those yes. folks uh, when we come back on the backside of the last part of the program. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure, right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Stay tuned, we'll be right back right after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You guys have to check out this new service that I'm playing around with called Issue. It is totally amazing. You live to create, but you don't live to worry over the last nitpicky details involved in putting final touches on contact. You got to do what you do best and let Issue handle the rest. If you're a creative, you know the drill. You're finally done editing. It's perfect. Now you just need format and reformat for every single platform. With Issue, make it once and it's ready to post everywhere. Seriously, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines and sales collateral. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or just anyone that wants to make eye-catching content that can be distributed on multiple platforms. Issue makes it really simple. Just upload the PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. With Issue, you just create it one time and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website, social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. They can even help you make animated Instagram stories. And the best part about it, it is free. F-R-E-E free. That's right, it's free to get started with Issue. So go to issue.info slash frequency to sign up for your free account. That's I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency to sign up and let them know that you heard about it from this show, Finding Your Frequency. Remember, that's dot info, not dot com, dot info. So go to I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency and get your free account today. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. Uh, we are here with Mr. Frank Hellring, a small business uh, guru and problem solver, uh, thought leader. So, Frank, it's good to have you on the show today. It really is. My goodness, I don't think I could get that behind my name, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, let's talk about, you know, my three R's that I really intend to get out to the small business community. You know, uh, right now, you know, they they look at EIDLs and and 3P loans and whatnot, and gee whiz, you know, did that help? No, it really didn't, okay? Congress keeps running out of money. They're going to continue to keep running out of money, okay? So I'm going to answer that with three R's. First R is recover. 
If you're a small business out there right now, you're going to have to tighten your belt. You're going to have to roll up your sleeves. You're going to have to go back and you're going to have to find that vision that made you what you were, okay? You're going to have to take it to task, all right? And if you have to cut some corners and whatnot to get there, you're going to have to do that too, okay? You're going to have to basically evaluate your platform and whatnot and see what's of value and whatever isn't, you're going to have to cast it off. These are going to be hard decisions that you're going to have to make, but they're going to be decisions that have to be made and whatnot. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're not going to have survivability. Otherwise, you go out of business. The right. second thing you're going to have to look at is you're going to have to look at rejuvenating that platform. And by rejuvenation, I mean you're going to have to think outside the box. Inside the box thinking just doesn't work anymore. You know, I've been CEO of organizations and I found out a long time ago, it doesn't stand for chief executive officer, okay? That's pride, that's arrogance, that's ego, okay? What it stands for is consider every option. You're going to have to take a look at every option available to you. You're going to have to look at every technology, like what we're talking about on the show, IP radio, IPTV, digital app technology, different things like that. We're going to bring all this to bear and whatnot on Business Buzz and Business Watch. And we're not just going to do it from a radio platform. I'm going to get boots on the ground out there. I'm going to come out and I'm going to visit you guys and gals and whatnot. I want to hear what you have to say because I'm not the answer man here. Okay? I need to hear what you're experiencing. I need to know what you're going through. Yeah, I own a small business, but it's a specific business in a medical category. I'm not the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. I need to hear what you're going through. Sure. Okay? Sure. So it's going to help me help you. The third thing is you've got to return to profitability. You've got to stop looking outside for people to hand you money. Because let me tell you something. Outside-in solutions are expensive. They're costly. And more importantly, they've got strings attached. And you don't need strings on you right now. What you need is a way and a mechanism and whatnot, because business is very simple. You had a vision when you started your company. You had an end get ultimate goal of that company somewhere out 25, 30 years when you sure. wanted to hang up your spikes and get that big fat check, right? But in the middle, you got to have that mechanism. What you need to do is you need to revisit that mechanism, okay? And you need to tune it up. And we have those type of resources available with the technology that's available to you today. Mm -hmm. And it's not that costly. And as we bring these experts and resources on board, like Motor Business Solutions, like Jeff Spinards and Ryan Treasures and whatnot, we're a team here. Sure. We're a team. It isn't just me bringing up a show. Voice America, I intend to be a huge team and whatnot nice. to help small businesses. Sure. That's where we're going. Frank, sure. you, made, you made an impressive point, and one thing mm -hmm. I want to talk about, especially with technology as we get closer to the end of the show, you can't not afford to do technology, right? You may look at something right now and say, oh, wow, that's a little bit expensive. But if you don't do it, you're not going to be there. You get left behind. You're going to get left behind because your competitors are already there, whether they're big business competitors or in some cases they could be uh, you know, also small business competitors. Some of them are already there. And if you're not in that space or headed towards that space, sure. then you might as well just go retire. You know, you talk about rejuvenate. You know, I w work with my staff, again, 21 years deep now, but Anytime one of my executive producers finds themselves maybe in a rut, something's not going right, what's the first thing I tell them? Back to basics. Get back to where you started. You remember how, it, how you were going strong? That's where you need to be again. Excuse me. I got U.S. Navy sitting to the right of me, right? Okay. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Basic training, right? Yep. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what happens in the military, too. When you get into an emergency protocol scenario, it's not, you know, what thing can I figure out how to solve now? It's going back to the basics of what you learned when you were in boot camp. 
Mm-hmm. That's why you go through a week of fire training in boot camp as a Navy, uh, as a sailor. You bet. Last but not least, guys, you know, we have a president of the United States back in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. He just happens to be a businessman, okay? Yes, we do. You think if we can craft something together here that he might have a listening ear to what's going on here? Because let me tell you something. He's big time concerned about the small business can he, community. Can you get him on the show? Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no barriers. No barriers. Hey, no if, he'll barriers listen, right? if he'll listen to Hannity, may we get me to Hannity, then Hannity gets me to him. And you know what? That's, a, that's another beauty of internet radio. We can reach out to anybody, anywhere. They can just get online and do the show. Internet radio is, uh, is, the, is the most powerful networking yes, tool is. on the planet. You know, if you send an email to the CEO or whatever of a large corporation, somebody who maybe you want to talk to, or uh, maybe they're an entrepreneur of a, of a smaller business that's generating large capital. And, you know, one of the things we do all the time on Finding Your Frequency is, you know, what are these entrepreneurs doing to be able to make these big dollars to, to, to build their businesses? What is their story? If I just sent them an email saying, hey, I want to talk to you, they're going to be like, well, I don't have time for you. But when you send an email to someone and you say, hey, I'd really like to interview you about your story on the radio show, now it's no longer about now them feeling like they're wasting their time having a conversation with somebody they don't know right. about. Another guy wants right. to talk to me about how I became successful. No, it's not. They don't want to do that. But you open that door to give them a platform to come join you and be interviewed on how they found their frequency. Boy, you'd be surprised how many doors that opens and how quick they open. You bet. You just opened up a door, Jeff. Yep. When I when I put the logo up for the show and when it was it was a B, you kind of didn't like it, you know, <laughs> right, kind of right. thing. But the tagline of the show is putting the buzz back into your business. Yeah. Okay, and we're also going to start talking about the buzz factor, right? Absolutely. But if you look at the B, right? The B is incredibly a builder. They're industrious. Yep. They're unified in everything that they do, and more importantly, they're sweet as honey. There so that's go. the reason why I, that's the reason why I chose it. <laughs> Frank, thank you so much for being on, Jeff. It was so so good to have you back in the saddle with us thank today. Thank you, sir. Too. Thank you. And you guys, I want to remind you to check out Frank's show, Business Buzz, starting August fifth. That's next Wednesday, ten a.m. Pacific time, one p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Business Channel. So make sure you guys tune in. And of course, if you guys are listening to us on your favorite pod catching device, give us five stars, not four, because I think we're five star human beings. Thank you guys for tuning in to Voice America. We'll see you next time right here on Finding Your Frequency. Are you having trouble finding hand sanitizer? Well, Spa Treat has you covered. There's no need to go searching high and low. Just visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and place your order on their easy-to-use website. On schedule delivery. One of the great things about this product, Spa Treat Fulfillment Team is working around the clock to provide people hand sanitizer during this time of need and get your order to you as quickly as possible, even faster than Amazon. Spa Treat also has the lowest price of any of its competitors. Spa Treat has 62% alcohol content and the FDA recommends between 60 to 80 for maximum protection. This one has 62 because it doesn't dry your hands out. I use this stuff every single day. It is fantastic. It's got certified organic extracts with the ingredients in that hand sanitizer that are of the highest quality and they're designed to leave your hands smelling and feeling fresh while protecting you at the same time. The best part, there's no tricky residue left over. None. None of that sticky stuff. Four scents available, unscented, tea tree, lavender, and lemon. And best of all, this product right here is made in the good old United States of America. A lot of companies are having trouble dealing with the current demands, so Spa Treat has dedicated themselves to providing a much-needed product in the time of crisis. Spa Treat has better prices, faster shipping, and a larger supply than any of their competition. There isn't even a close second. 
Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and enter promo code SPA SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. That's right. Not only are they offering the lowest price available, but they're also offering our listeners a discount. This promo code is exclusive to Voice America and only our listeners get this discount. SpaTreat and Voice America came together on this sponsorship in order to provide Americans something they could really need right now. Peace of mind. Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and order yours today. That's SpaTreatOfficial.com and make sure you use the promo code SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. SpaTreatOfficial.com. Get your awesome hand sanitizer. 